Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have taken prisoners after surviving an ambush on the road. Juniper did some theoretical exercises to warm up as Chief Justice. Quinny was ready to kill their prisoners once he discovered they were the Fries. And Butthole is desperate to find a way to redeem their captives' lost souls. Can our heroes survive an ambush by the new commander of the Greywater Legion? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Quinny, you have the tip of a dagger. Uh, pressed against uh, your throat. Um, and you can feel now um, a, uh, a person, uh, halfling size, standing sort of behind you, um, one hand on your shoulder, one hand holding the blade to your throat, um, face kind of wrapped in um, a, a, a cowl. Um, and uh, in your ear, you just hear uh, the voice say, why do you look like him? Uh, I cast Misty Step. Uh, the figure falls forward awkwardly, uh, landing, um, deftly rolling, um, and landing perfectly silently. Uh, you notice that none of their, their actions make sound, okay. uh, but they definitely can't stop you from doing that. So yeah. okay. you, uh, you Misty Step away, um, Butthole and Juniper, obviously you're keeping an eye on Timor and Crendon, your two captives uh, from the, uh, the Fries. Um, however, the, uh, the escaped prisoner is, uh, is now in your midst. Um, the small uh, halfling kind of leaps to their feet, uh, holds the dagger out in front of them in kind of a classic, like, assassin knife fight way. Um, Butthole, can you roll me a perception please or what would you use to analyze someone's fighting stance i think insight he's all gut sure then insight it is that is a 15 15 um they don't look incredibly confident with a blade um, cool. they're striking the right pose but it's uh it's the kind of thing that would scare a normal person but uh another warrior would not be too too concerned about um Quinny, you misty step away, you reappear in a, a sort of haze of, of mist uh, and see this figure kind of standing in that um, fighting pose. What do you do? Uh, I summon forth Frostbite and brandish it as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I say, I look like him because I am him. Okay, maybe. What is going on? We don't know who him is. Okay, okay. hi, new Posters, friend. everyone knows our names. I'm Quinny Brown Barrow. Okay, great. He's Quinny Brown Barrow. Uh, um, and they shake their head and they say, no, Queenie Brown Barrow's dead. Well, <laughs> the greatest thief who ever lived. We're all like, funny story. <laughs> okay. First of all, Quinny, make a note. This guy just called you the greatest thief of all time. So you, that might change your opinion of him. Uh, Quinny did die and then went to hell. And then we went to hell and brought him mm -hmm. back up. So this is Quinny back from hell. And um, they kind of look at you and... Uh, Damn if you aren't looking at uh, at Mira's eyes there, Quinny. Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm like, sure, those are Mira's eyes. Plucked from her head or something. <laughs> Awful. Uh, uh, swords, like, the sword tip, like, lowers a little bit as that realization mm -hmm. sets in, and then shaking it off and weapons ready again. Uh, I say, uh, 
show me your face. Who are you? Um, and um, she swears like in a, a way that uh, really evokes home for you. Just like, you know, a proper like farmer cuss that sounds quaint, but he's like, I don't know, she mutters like rotten roots. Like it's just a real, it's a term you hadn't heard in years, yeah. um, but one that really um, holds more weight in uh, in Cornucopia than elsewhere. Um, and you see her shoulders kind of fall uh, somewhat petulantly. Um, you notice her, her frame is like very small um, based on, on what you'd expect. Um, and she says, uh, well, shit, I guess in that case, I'm the world's second greatest thief. Uh, and she pulls down her cowl, and it is not Mirabelle. Uh, ah, she says, snatched her eyes out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm Ginny of? Brownbarrow, dad. Uh, oh, fuck. And sure <laughs> enough, um, her, her features look like a, a perfect mix of, of yours and Mirabelle's. She's got your, your slight... Uh, smirk, uh, the frustrated smirk that only a brown barrow could have when realizing they are no longer the greatest thief um, in the world. A um, bit of that uh, frustrated brow uh, that uh, you all know all too well. And uh, this uh, this halfling glowers at you uh, and is clearly kind of pissed off. Uh, you, what's your name? I'm, I'm Jeannie Brown Barrow. Ginny Brownbarrow, and what did you just call me? Well, I mean, unless unless you're not Quinny Brownbarrow, and, and all these guys are lying to me, and she kind of like holds the knife up again in a, an increasingly less threatening way. You also realize she's like in her teens, um, yeah. but uh, kind of holds the blade up, which is uh, if if you're who you say you are, then I think you're my dad, and you're supposed to be dead, and I'm supposed to be living up to your legacy. So this is confusing because if you aren't the hero of Waterdeep, uh people are gonna be really fucking mad at you dude i huh i hate to interrupt but we do know that an owl just melted a man and the owl might come back so what is your relationship, Ginny, new friend, with uh, Stabby and uh, Melted by Silver over here? Well, I, I stabbed them uh, after they fucking grabbed me out of the woods. I saw you all breaking through my barricades, and I figured I should, you know, get out till I could figure out what was going on. I was trying to figure out why this guy had my dad's face. Uh, and then uh, these idiots grabbed me, but um, they didn't check close enough. And she flips the dagger up, and it kind of disappears down her sleeve. Uh, and she says, so I stabbed him a couple times and ran away. Um, then I heard all this commotion and thought I'd come finish the job if the job needed finishing, you know? Like a okay, hero so would. Them and you, it's not personal. It was just you were in the woods and they suck. They're not like hunting you or something. No, I they, they yelled, there's Quinny, get him. Uh, which I, I was honestly a little, uh, a little flattered by uh, until I met the man, uh, I guess. <sighs> I, I'm sorry. I still need a minute here. Um, do, do you know who is... Where do you come from? 
Well, Quinny, when a man and a woman love each other oh, very much. Oh, my yeah. God. Who is this guy? Like, do you, I, I'm from Quinton. You know, <laughs> the town that's I'm named for you. Yeah, great. There's a town named for me. Holy shit. Wait, is that what Cornucopia is called now? Yeah, I mean, they used to call it that like a long time ago. Quinton? Why is it called Quinton? Because of you, idiot. After that guy, that Riker guy came and told your folks how you died protecting Waterdeep, everyone got all excited about the great hero Quinny, the little halfling who could. So they built a fucking statue of you and they renamed the town. And every, every year they have a whole festival where everyone just talks about how great you were, despite the fact that you fucked my mom and left her, broke her damn heart. And apparently you've just been alive and running around and doing things. And you never thought to check on any of us. You never came back. Your parents mourn you every year. They've been wearing black for two years. What uh, the fuck is wrong with you? I want to be clear. As this is happening, uh, Juniper is slowly morphing into Dr. Martha and just starts taking <laughs> notes. Butthole is just taking a step back, but dragging the prisoners with him <laughs> so they can have their chat and the prisoners will, will get there. But not right now. Look. There's a very good chance that we have a lot to talk about, but there is just one kind of outside potential thing to happen uh, that I just want to, as crazy as it sounds, kind of get taken off the the list. Uh, um, you're not you're not from another dimension or something, are you? What are you talking about? I come from over there. She like points at a hill. Because I've been trying to make a name for myself out in the world, though. So I heard someone used to be a great thief, and I thought maybe I could live up to that. But apparently you're just some guy with weird friends. I don't... But no, what's another dimension? What does that even mean? Okay. Do you guys just, like, make up words for fun or something? No, 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 Jenny. Now, Jenny, who first asked you... Wait, who the fuck is that? What happened to the lady in the chair? Uh, Still still me. She contains Um, multitudes. Who first asked you to live up to your father's legacy? Oh, nope. You're therapizing someone without permission. I don't think you have consent to do this. Yeah, no, lady. I don't really feel comfortable talking to you or, frankly, any of you. Um, And also, why why didn't you kill these guys? These are kidnappers and murderers. Okay, they've killed people around this area? I mean, I assume so. They grabbed me out of nowhere and were making really threatening noises, so kidnappers and murderers. I was working my way up to it, okay? Okay, for okay, the record, well, we, heard, we need to note that they're they're like definitely murderers. We can't just because they seem like murderers do that. Maybe they were kidnapping you to save you. People do stupid things. For I also example, did accidentally kill one 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 of them. Okay, you, you people clear. are so confusing. I you're confused. Uh, yeah, uh, a little bit. What? You're out here alone? Yes. Yeah, I've been. What happened to Quentin? What happened? You talk about my parents in the present tense like they're alive? Yeah, Quentin's fine. What about your mom? Mom isn't fine. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs and it is so Easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hello, I am Bernard Sherbert, the survivalist Rupert from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I am here to help you survive the boredom of day-to-day -day life by helping to engage in the wonderful storytelling, whimsy, comedy, and occasional tragedy of the Dum Dums and Dragons adventures. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that is D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and you can join for as little as $1 a month, which will gain access to our Patreon-only Discord, where you can hang out with other people who have also listened to the things you have listened to and seen the things you have seen and thus can describe them with you. Or, at higher levels, you can get ad-free feeds where you can avoid ads like this one. Or, alternatively, at even higher levels, you can add an 
NPC name like Bourbon Gerbert was, or you can add your own NPC that you build at the highest level and get your name in the credits. Name in the credits. Name in the credits. Sorry, I had to say that three times because it is very, very, very cool. This has been Bourbon Sherbert, encouraging you to go join patreon.com slash dumdumdice. See you in the future. Bleep bloop. Mom wasn't fine for a pretty long time, and then she got a little bit better, um, but then she died. So she's not exactly fine. And unlike all of you, and she just like points with the dagger, she's like, doesn't seem like you know, we all have access to the same gifts you do where people can just come back from dying all the time. So I can show you where she's buried, but she's not fine. But she uh, did have a pretty good life after you, so you don't need to worry good. about that. I'm good. That's She even got married again. So like, it's not like you were some super important, like, oh no, oh no, the great hero left me. Oh no. But she still got this this and she's just gesturing with the tip of the dagger like at your face in general from a distance yeah. being like this rubbed in her face every month all right cool it okay i feel bad i feel bad okay and i'm gonna feel worse the closer we get to home quinton uh, the town name for you yeah but um we can we can visit mom on the way if you want yeah i would I would like that. Um, I feel like you, I need you to catch me up on a lot. Um, I can tell you where I've been if you want to know. I understand maybe not giving a shit. Um, that's fine, too. I mean, I kind of give a shit. Sort of. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and she like does that like teenager arm snot thing. Um, and uh, she kind of says, yeah, no, I. Yeah, I, I'd like to know. Mom never knew, so I'd, I'd like to know where, where you've been and I guess who these these guys are. And So what if we, over here, and he just puts a hand on Juniper and he's got the prisoners, he's like, we can go interview the prisoners and you guys can catch up on what's going on here and then we can kind of pull it all back together in a minute because I feel like I'm intruding and Juniper's already tried to be a therapist. Nice to see you, Mrs. Paisley, and I'm not sure that's welcome. Dr. Martha. Dr. Martha, I'm working on this. There's a lot of characters in here. <laughs> hey, did you say your name was Butthole? Yes, my name is Butthole Farch. I'm also the Butthammer. It's a lot. Uh, okay, all right. Listen, I'm a god and your father prays to me. I'm sure he's going to explain religion to you and how he's found new meaning oh, in his life. Okay. But yeah, I'll explain all that as best I can, yeah. Great. Well, it's nice to meet you and all of you should gestures to juniper says but i still think you should kill those guys we'll take that under advisement are you hurt in any way no sniff <laughs> okay i meant physically the emotional stuff you could work on all i'm gonna say fine. is don't great you don't great. know me nope all i'm saying is i had a terrible father and i'm available to talk all right let's oh. go dr pays martha martha let's go martha uh and just puts the the Crendon in Martha's lap because Crendon is so heavily injured. Crendon probably can't walk much. And he'll just haul. Oh, cool. God. What's the other guy's name? Tamor. Tamor. Haul him along. So we can give them, you know, like 30 feet. We're still within, if they yell, we can hear them distance in case yeah. there's a crisis, but no sure. longer midst of conversation. Cool. Um, Tyler, what do you want to discuss with Ginny? 
I'll say, uh, all right, uh, lead the way, kid. Let's uh, let's go take a walk. Um, and she like straightens up and like adjusts her cloak. Um, Quinny, you are actually now that you kind of have a second to to take her in. Um, vaguely charmed by how similar this was to what you managed to piece together before you left. People yeah. like there weren't the general store here doesn't have fucking sneaking clothes. So invariably it's a, it's always a bit of a patchwork mess and um, you can tell she's actually done a pretty good job of it, but similar to your, you know, what you left in when you did just kind of a patchwork cloak Um you know, very much, uh, I think, uh, the visual model I've been using for this is uh, Stephanie Brown, a spoiler in the DC Comics universe. So just like has the kind of cowl ninja wrap thing going. Generally speaking, Ruff is mostly just kind of dark fabric wraps uh, of various uh, forms. So like zero protection, um, but uh, excellent for moving. Um, that said, um, she is wearing boots uh, that seem to, um, I seem to be a soft green, almost velvet. Um, and, uh, even without using true sight, you can tell they're, they're magicked up. Um, so mm. she makes absolutely no sound, uh, as she, as she moves. Um, but she says, um, all right, well, if you want to, um, if you want to see where, where mom is, we, we can go there now. It's just, a, it's, it's not too close. Um, your friend's going to be okay. Yeah. The great Quinny Brown Barrow isn't there to, you know, they're pretty great themselves. They're fine. Okay. All right. Um, so she leads you a little, little ways away, um, out sort of onto the rolling, um, uh, the rolling hills. And, um, every so often as there isn't farmland, there's like an individual tree, um, here or there. Um, and, uh, she leads you up to one, um, that, uh, you vaguely remember, like it didn't have tremendous significance to you, um, growing up. Um, you can see, uh, the, uh, initials, um, MG plus RG um, in a heart uh, carved into the tree. And um, at the uh, the base of it is uh, just a small stone, um, a simple stone um, with uh, Mira um, carved into it, uh, as well as uh, the, the dates of uh, her birth and death. And what's the date of her death? Um, a while ago. It yeah. wasn't, you know, okay. it's not like she, she's recently deceased. Um, so uh, it's probably about uh, four years. You've been on your own for about four years then? Uh, no. Um, Raquel did her best, but, you know, stepmoms are weird like that. Um, R- and, is that RG here? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's mom's wife. Um, I don't know. She does her best, but like, I, when we heard that um, you died... Uh, well, um, it just, it, it kind of brought everything into perspective for me. You know, I just kind of had to get out there and make a name for myself. Um, and it would have broken mom's heart. So I didn't, uh, I didn't do it while she was alive, but with her gone, I, uh, it was, it was my time to, to go be the greatest thief and, and maybe join the water deep militia, uh, apparently, and, you know, kind of find my own way like you did. Um, okay. And my, my folks, they take good care of you or are you? Taking yeah. Care of yeah. No, they're, they're, they're great. They're great. They miss you though. A lot. Talk about you a lot. 
I will be heading over there eventually. We've got, uh, we've, uh, I'm not, I'm not coming home. I'm not here to stay. I'm, I'm here to purchase or barter for food and supplies from, you know, one of the most bountiful places I ever knew. So, so, so wait, so you're not even coming back to tell them you're alive, you're coming back to buy things. I knew that if they were around that we would talk, but you know, there's bigger stuff going on than me and my past. Sure. Yeah, I guess so. Um, okay, great. Well, let's go get, uh, let's get your friends and, uh, we'll get you some food and get you on your way there. Mr. Brown Barrow. I look, I mean, I was not expecting to run into you. Uh, I didn't know you, I didn't know you had been born. I didn't know you existed until now. So that does change things for me. I, I just don't know how they change yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, as you said, there's bigger things going on than, uh, than your history. Right. So it's okay. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out on the walk. Right. Yeah. It's all great heroes do. I'm not, <laughs> you don't have to call me that. You can call me Quinny. Um, you can call me dad. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Quinny. I think. Great. Uh, if there's anything I learned from, uh, Raquel and how much of a good job she's done, uh, <clears throat> names like mom or something you got to earn, you don't just get it from, um, you know, doing the deed. Oh, this hurts. Um, and uh, with that, she'll just kind of pull her cloak around herself and uh, start taking you back. You do have a moment with the grave, though. Um, she she does kind of, whether it's advertent or inadvertent, gives you that. Um, Quinny uh, takes out the second note he wrote in the apartment while he was taking his one hour um, and uh, just puts it, puts it down there by the stones and stuff. And I'll say, uh, I thought maybe you'd get to read this. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry. You didn't get a chance to, I'm sorry. Things turned out like this. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. Cool. Uh, and uh, with that, you uh, follow uh, Ginny uh, back towards the rest of the party. Uh, meanwhile, uh, in the woods, still have two fries who are werewolves. Because <laughs> <laughs> the emotional stakes are the same, what do you do? All right, so Crandon, what's the plan after you kill us all and get your vengeance? Because it seems like if you're willing to melt yourselves rather than not get the vengeance, there's got to be a really good reward at the end, right? Because that was outer heaven was all about rewards. Being a mercenary was about rewards. Honestly, they just we we, we just want we we can't get back what we had. That was our only chance, and now it's gone. So. No, it's pretty much revenge or nothing, buddy. We don't have much to live for anymore. As you've seen, the world's gone to shit. It's all over. We just want want one more punch on the way out, you know? Yeah, but this punch is pointless. Like, we've got a castle in the middle of nowhere where zombies literally die if they approach it. 
and we're building a whole thing to take the world back and make things better. And people like you could actually be the heroes that save everybody else and build this whole new world. You don't have to be like, well, it's kind of bad, so I guess I'll punch my own clock. Like, it's a bad deal. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you go talk to Commander Underbottom about it? And if you can convince him, then sure, we'll all go work for you. Okay, what happens if I challenge him to a duel and then kill him? If you think you can kill Chad Underbottom, uh, <laughs> Chad. be my guest. You know, we've never seen him touch a weapon. I don't know what that means. Like, he's allergic? He's just really fucking scary. I don't know, man. He's just always around. He's really fucking scary. Uh, now, I've heard of these people who do this, you know, like, it's like a touchless, like, takedown thing. Is that what he's doing? Because he I've wizard? heard that's just kind of fake. Look, I don't know how much clearer I could be about this. We are out to kill you because you stole our dreams. I work for an asshole, admittedly, yes. The world has gone to shit. I don't know how he gets his powers. I don't know what he does with them. All I know is I've seen people go into his tent and people not come out of his tent. So I don't know what he does to them, but they are gone. There's no trace of them. We never find them. He doesn't touch so weapons. He eats them. He's always smiling. He's terrifying. So you know what? You want to go barter with him? Go ahead. I don't know what the fuck you expect me to do. We're just two. And the, like Tamor is like yelling through his, <laughs> like clearly like Crendon is just leaking information. And he's just like screaming through his, his uh, gag, but uh, it's not uh, not doing much. Crendon, it seems like from what I can see, if you can't kill us, you just want to die and you're not really interested in any sort of replacement dream or finding hope or any of those things. Am I'm I just saying they're way? scarier than you are. So you can set us free. They'll find us. They'll do to us what they did to Veers. Mm, okay, fear I understand is a motivator. Uh, I mean, that's true of you. And then he'll just be like, just a second. And he'll go over <laughs> to Tamor and take the, the gag out and be like, so are you doing this because you're really afraid of Chad Underbottom? Is that why you're who you are? Tamor's like, look, I will work for you if you just kill Crendon. Just kill him. If you kill Crendon, I will do whatever you want. I'll work for you. I thought you were brothers. We are. I need you to kill him. If you kill him, I'll work for you. Mm, why see, would... Uh, and this, Juniper just thinks, what? Why would that oh, be Juniper, a requirement? My guess I, is he wants the information to stop leaking, so he wants us to kill Crandon, and then he'll go back to saying no, his Crandon's, own No, I don't know. I'm, I'm a super murderer. You know, like, you were talking about bad people. He's a really bad person. He's super murderers. Are murders you lying? Everybody. No. <laughs> Roll an insight check. <laughs> Ooh, nine. I got a 17. All right. Uh, Juniper, I don't know. This might be something that uh, Dr. Martha really needs to like dig down on uh, psychologically. But yes, Butthole, he's obviously lying. <laughs> I mean, it's very probable that he is a murderer. He's just not a super murderer. Uh, and he is absolutely just trying to stop the flow of information. Butthole, is this one of these things where, you know, sometimes killing is necessary? It's starting... Okay, here's the thing. Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. And I would say, of the two guys we've seen, this guy appears to be an absolute psychopath. He points at Tamor. And Crendon, he's like, this guy seems like he's more being bullied into doing bad things than not. But we don't know exactly how much bad stuff he's done. But he did occupy a state through violence. But then again, I mean, that's what we're planning to do in a car. There's kind of a moral relativism here that I'm struggling with. So, unrepentance, wants us to kill his friend, only cares about killing us. Seems more afraid of his bosses than hating us. 
uh, arguably not that smart, but that's not a crime. Uh, where, how, where are you at on these? Are you Martha now? Are you Juniper? Who am I looking at? Um, I, I, I've, I've morphed back into Juniper at this point because I'll be honest, Dr. Martha wasn't getting anywhere. Um, and this is more of a chief justice question. Um, okay. I'm, I need a little bit more information. Okay. I don't know if you're going to get that, but what do you theoretically think you need to know? I need to know if Tamor is going to kill more people. Tamor has said he will kill us. He will go back to the base. He will rejoin them and he will kill us. Or he Yeah, will we should those. probably just kill him then. Okay, so Tamor we kill. How are we feeling about Crendon? I think he's just scared. Okay, so Crendon will stay a prisoner until we prove to Crendon that he can have a better life. And then, then he has to make his own mm -hmm. decisions. Um, Crendon, how will you feel if we kill Tamor? He, he's my brother, so not great. But he also did just tell you to kill me now, so not the worst. Yeah, I have a brother like that too. Um, Crandon, I think you have hope for the future. And I think you could become something better than you are. And I think all of that can happen. We're going to try to make that happen for you. Okay. But I don't think we can do that for Tamor. I, uh, I understand when he and I were pups, uh, in the, uh, in our pack, we also had to kill a few of our siblings to end up here. And if that's what needs to happen in order for me to continue to rise, then, then do it. Okay. Right, right, rise to being a good person, you know, not like the alpha of the pack or anything, but I guess without him, I might be. And everybody, every group needs a leader. So that's yeah, not yeah, necessarily okay. a bad thing to want. Now, I'm going to stay here with Crendon. Juniper, you've given your sentence. So take Tamor and do what needs to be done. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought ultimately it's your decision. You're so. the chief justice. I gave this sentence to you. The person who passes the sentence has to carry it out. Oh, this is not going to be good for my inner light. Um, okay. All right. Tamor. Mm -mm. Oh, we should take the gag off. I, I, oh, could you could you take it further? Do you know what? I'll move the brother. This is easy. You do what you're doing. You're having a hard enough time. Traditionally, you read out the charges and then get it done. Uh, come on, Crendon. Uh, and I'll just pick up Crendon and we'll go far enough away that we can't hear a goddamn thing. Uh, and Goblin Jr. will come with us so that we can just kind of sit with Crendon for right. this really shitty moment in quiet. Juniper, do you execute this man? I need to just have a little chat with him first. Okay. So I take his gag off. Say, Tamor. Now I have a couple roles in this world. I'm Chief Justice of a Ka. But it's also my responsibility to kindle the light in other people, beat back despair, be a beacon of light to people who are in despair. Why are you worth forgiving? 
Um, and he looks at you and he says, uh, seems like you've got a, a pretty close thing going on, huh? You've got uh, the little guy and his surprised daughter. You've got uh, the big guy and his kingdom, his desire for justice. And you, the executioner is asking how to redeem someone. Killing someone doesn't increase the light in their soul or the world it just means you killed someone you took something that was alive and you stopped it from being alive it went from being animated to not being animated to meat that's all you're doing so you've got a nice thing going i get that i was supposed to have a nice thing too then you and your friends took that from me so tell me, is your nice thing better than my nice thing? Do you deserve it more than me and my friends who fought and bled for other people deserved a chance to, to make our own place in the world? Can you remind me what your nice thing was? All the various mercenary bands united under one leader for the first time. We were going to create our own nation. We would no longer work for the other nations of the world. We'd work for us, for what we cared about, not what some rich asshole cared about. And what'd you care about? We were going to figure it out together. Do you know what I think? What do you think? I think you lived your life taking other people's light. And I don't think you deserve to have the chance to take anymore. And she just pulls up her sword and right. off with his head. Yep. Uh, it's a clean strike. Um, he, uh, he collapses. Um, and, uh, Juniper, you were left with sort of a, a, a momentary silence as you, you look down on him. Um, what do you feel in the immediate aftermath of that action? I, she doesn't like it. This is not, this felt, if this is justice, this sucks. At which but. point, uh, Quinny, uh, you and uh, Ginny return. Um, uh, you run into Butthole and um, uh, Crendon uh, and Goblin Jr., who, who had stood a ways away, and uh, you all kind of uh, gather back up uh, as a group. Butthole so will just... have... Oh, sorry. Butthole will have cure wounded... Um, Crendon again. He doesn't need him to be at like one HP in agony. Yep, yeah. That's not sure for the march. So he'll, he'll have healed him back up. I, I can give you a number if you need it, Tom, or we can just say that he did. Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't think he's going to be in too much combat. So we're down to one then? Yes. we. Uh, the Chief Justice gave her ruling. One was unrepentant and the other was acting out of fear of an evil commander. And that's not worthy of a sentence. Great. Let's uh, carry on to Cornucopia, then apparently Quintin. that's it's called, it's called Quinton now. Quinton, right? Um, let's go there. It sounds like that is still civilization. People still gather there. Uh, Crandon, are the rest of the fries at, like at Quinton? Like, do you know where they're hiding out? No, they they, they wouldn't move into some town. Um, I, I don't know where they are. We, we, we got separated chasing and he nods at Ginny. He's like, we got separated chasing this one a while ago. Um, but 
sounds like John Travolta found Veers pretty easily, so they're definitely still out there. John okay, so is I'm he not, an owl I'm, sometimes? Yeah, he's he's Chickless Nage's uh, yes. familiar. You know the Chaos Mage. Yep, yep, we've heard about him. Okay, yeah. I, I just to be clear, I'm only asking because we want to avoid them. We're not like going out. Yeah, to no, I, I understand. Them, yeah. I we Veers ran us kind of as a we were called the shifter unit, and all of our powers were shifting powers, and we kind of thought it was cool and made us special. But as it turns out, it didn't. So, okay, listen, I can't tell you whether or not it made you special, but I will tell you that it is cool. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, um, what are my odds of getting out of this alive? They're getting better and better the more you cooperate. Honestly, yeah. as long as you like, don't do anything kind of like really evil. Like if you don't like kill anyone or try to do any shitty stuff. Our plan, and I'll be pretty straight up about this, is we're going to Cornucopia. You can travel with us, and then we'll go back to our castle where the undead can't be, and then we'll kind of figure out who you want to be once you're out from under the thumbs of all these evil fry dickheads who are trying to melt you. That's my goal. I want to keep you alive and get you out of here so that you can figure out how to have a positive life. So you're not going to carry like a werewolf killing solvent that you can just throw on us if, if you think we're going to turn or give information? Jesus, is that what that was? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's bad. That's why we said this guy's not that bad. It's just very bad that no, we don't own any werewolf killing solvents. We don't want that. We're not going to kill you if you like, that's not it. The only thing I've we killed don't want- one werewolf in my life. Twice. Twice, the same werewolf twice, and it was only to stop him from killing other people. He'd already killed a lot, made it very clear he was going to do it again. That's it. Yeah, he, he wasn't great. He wasn't a great guy. No, Just our, our, to be clear. Generally speaking, our team only kills in self-defense, or if somebody else is going to kill a bunch of other people, then we'll kill to protect those other people. That's kind of our rule on killing. Okay. All right, uh, that, that, that all sounds good then. Um, on that note, um, and uh, he just kind of like holds up his hands and he says, there are still the undead around. You guys gonna leave me bound or? Yeah, yeah, we are, stay close. Unless if you swear an oath that you will oh, not man. run away, we will not keep you tied up. I don't. I don't know if that's such a great idea right now. We're kind of exposed out in the open. He could just bolt at any time. Oaths yeah. are just words. Like he, he does doesn't, not. He doesn't have weapons. We're surrounded by zombies. He he's knows a wolf, he's got better. Man. He is a weapon. Yeah, but so are you. So are I. So is anybody. We've got to establish trust somewhere. And he clearly wants to be a better person. Also, the other side of this conflict will threaten to melt him constantly, which we don't want to do. I feel like he's got to take some steps in the right direction if he's going to have a shot at rehabilitation. I don't think that's a very smart idea, especially with, and he looks over at Ginny, like with just with, you know, her around. I just, they were trying to capture her. He's dangerous. She kind of gives you a look. She's like, they were trying to capture you. Fuck, they fine. got me. Okay, let's let's go in the middle here. We're going to keep your hands tied up so you can't do anything that Quinny is afraid of to Quinny's daughter because he's an overprotective dad. But Shut we're not going to tie your yeah, feet up or anything else. Yeah, she bristles at that else. too. Yeah. We're both like rolling our <laughs> yeah, eyes. It's the same. It's the exact same <laughs> head gesture. It's like watching it in unison. 
It's just uh, Jackie Chan at the end of Mr. Was it Mr. Nice Guy? No. Um, whatever. He had a twin in one of them. And it was just like Jackie Chan doing the same shtick. And it's just, he, yes, thank you. Um, so hands for now, but we'll replace your clothing. And if it comes down to it and we're having a bunch of zombies charges or whatever, we'll untie you and we'll arm you because nobody deserves to get eaten by zombies just because their brother led them to a melting place. All right. Yeah. Th- thank you. I'd, I'd appreciate that. Um. And so with that, uh, you gather up uh, the rest of, uh, of your supplies, um, you bind them as you've described you're going to, uh, and you begin your, your march uh, to Cornucopia, a.k.a. Quintown, uh, under the watchful unseen gaze of an owl perched in a tree. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Night has fallen, the moon is full, and we're inviting you to listen to Canada by Night, a podcast where professional improvisers play Vampire the Masquerade. Detective-turned-vampire Everett Fry accidentally becomes the sheriff of New Haven, an experimental town where they're testing if vampires and humans can coexist. Stuck leading a ragtag group of officers, the Bruja bounty hunter Val, the gangrel news reporter Evangeline, and the Tremere blood witch Doris, can Everett keep the town running? Or will everyone end up liquidated by the Vampire Council of Canada? Trending on global fiction charts and produced by Dum Dums and Dice, whose podcast Dum Dums and Dragons ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America. Listen now to find out why Canada by Night has been downloaded more than a half a million times. Canada by Night, its interview with the vampire, if it had all the characters from Parks and Rec in it.